Welcome to Check-Ins with Jess, where you check in with yourself as we talk about the hard stuff, validate your feelings, and make sure you are seen and heard. I'm your host, Jess Gadgman, and I'm so, so glad you're here. Thank you for being here. I'm excited and pumped that you're here to listen and tune in. Today's episode, we will be talking about the controversial topic of pornography. Pornography is seen by a lot to be normal, healthy, no big deal, but to others, it's not. Today, we'll be talking about its negative effects with Candace Diaz, the owner of For Love's Sake. She's been through a lot. Her marriage has been through a lot. Her family's been through a lot. She doesn't hold back and gives advice for other couples where a spouse also struggles with pornography addiction. It's a hard topic to talk about, but I can't wait to dive in. But first, let's do our check-in. How are you really doing? What does your body feel like? What emotions are you experiencing? What's taking up the most of your thoughts right now? What was your last full meal and did you drink enough water today? Is there something you can do to feel immediately calm? Even if you're not in an anxious state of mind right now, remembering these questions for when you are is really great. And to have your own set of tools and coping skills that if you're ever feeling overwhelmed, you can immediately unbox those and have them as your go-to to to be in a better state of mind and be aware. The affirmation I chose this week is, my presence matters. I'm such a big believer of that, that you are allowed to take up space no matter what, despite what others have told you or past beliefs that you've ingrained in yourself. I recently made a reel on Instagram dancing like an idiot on the internet, but the caption I did, I put a lot of work into and I wanted to read that. I first quoted the book by Glennon Doyle called Untamed, a quote saying, I'll not abandon myself, not ever again. I unbecame a woman who believed she needed others and things to complete her when I decided I was born complete. And then I went on to say, you are already complete, just as you are, right here in this moment. Your voice is the only one that matters. And if you can't hear it anymore, it's in there, I promise. You will have to do the work to rediscover it. Doing the work is not going to be easy. It might be the hardest thing you ever do, to have to erase your whiteboard and start over with just you. Your voice, your fire, your needs, your wants, your dreams your opinions, your choices, your path. Discovering who you are to your core, letting your mind, body, and spirit be a safe place, one that you trust. Find her, listen to her, believe her, encourage her, and love her. It took me so long to find my voice and rediscover myself. I still am and working every day not to silence her which that can definitely be a hard thing. I'm grateful for the work I have put into it and how far I have come. But yeah, just realizing that affirmation, my presence matters, it's huge. And once you realize that and put in the work, you can do amazing things. You can conquer anything. So I hope you think about that this next week. Let's dive on into the episode. I can't wait for you to tune into Candace's story and hear what she has to say. So I want to welcome Candice to the podcast. I'm super excited to have her on. We are going to be talking about today um, the effects of pornography and healing and trauma from that. 
and how to trust your partner again and just kind of everything she's been through. So hi, Candice. Hi. <laughs> I would love to just, if you introduce yourself and your family and maybe just some fun little like get to know you things like random. Okay. Let's see if I can do that. <laughs> so I'm Candice and I have been married to my husband for six years and we have two kids, a boy and a girl. Yeah, we live in California and for fun, I just, besides being a mom, you know, that's basically all I have time for, but I like to um, do photography and it's been a while since I've done that. I also like making videos and trying new foods. That's what I like to do. Awesome. Yeah. I, I know being a mom, it's like, what, what are hobbies? Like, I know, <laughs> but yeah, how we met a while ago, I did your husband's brother's wedding in 2017. Mm-hmm. So long ago. I know. And then we got in contact while we were both living in Utah and I like mentored you for a session mm-hmm. learning photography and it was so fun I like went to your house and tried to teach you I you did teach me back then <laughs> I don't know what I did but it was fun we went and I know the, the model shoot we did that was so fun in downtown Provo and then you did photography and you were doing video and yeah we haven't seen or met each other since then but it's fun to just still connect after that long I know I'm so glad so I know you've told you obviously on your account have told your story. You've done your own podcast of your full story, which if you haven't listened to that, I go recommend listening to that individually, her story and her husband's story. It's super good. Yeah. Just kind of say however much you want, maybe just like briefly, like your story and things that stand out. Okay. So first of all, thanks for the podcast channel. Um, so <laughs> we did explain like majority of our stories because this is a really a hard thing to summarize. In short, when we were dating, my husband, he mentioned that he struggled with porn. And I didn't really think much of it. I'm like, oh, okay, like, it's fine. As long as he doesn't do it before we get married. Like he goes a certain amount of time. And he only viewed it like two times the whole time we dated. And so we both thought that it would just go away. But then a couple weeks into our marriage, it came up again. Like, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, we can, we can get this, get through this. Um, but it just kept happening. And it was a boundary that I had. And I told him I did not want to get married if that was going to be in our marriage, because it was just important to me. And so we were both like, kind of taken aback that it was already in the marriage. But yeah, so we tried to heal like three years. We did marriage counseling uh, for a full year. We went to like three different marriage counselors. We did so much together to try and beat this, but it was just, we can never get on the same level, I think, because I really, really wanted it gone and he didn't see it as a problem for a long time. Fast forward, I was so sick and tired of the hurt and that he wouldn't stop that I told him, you know, I'm giving you a year, do whatever you want. You want to view porn, view porn. (laughs) Like, I don't care. If you want to heal, heal. And then at the end of the year, I'll decide like what I want to do. And turns out that was the first time he ever started lying to me about it. And I told him, I was like, the one thing that's keeping me going with you is that you always talk to me about it. I would ask him frequently throughout that year, like, hey, how's it going? Like, do you really not think about it? 
like is it really just magically gone and he'd be like yeah I don't even think about it and so he you know actively lied about it um even reproposed vowing that it's never going to be in our marriage again a year later come to find out that he had been actually getting worse in his addiction because it started becoming a secret and when something's a secret it's easier to just dig deeper and get worse and so yeah it came crashing down the truth and I was like so shocked like the most betrayal I've ever felt because I mean he reproposed um he knew our marriage was on the line all that stuff so like I was done I'm like goodbye (laughs) we're divorcing but then something in me was like send him to rehab see like maybe he wasn't in his right mind and I asked him like hey do you want to go to rehab like that's the only way that I'll give you a second chance and he decided yeah sure I'll go and so he went for three months after that we've just been trying to redo this like kind of start over in a sense not make the same mistakes we made in the past and it's been a almost a year since rehab so here we are I know it's been almost a year since that podcast came out I'm just glad you're talking about it. It's a very controversial topic, you know, Mm -hmm. in the world. And if people, you know, even being religious and not religious, it's super hard. Also in um, churches where it just made me sad, all the advice you would get and people brushing it under the rug. I'm glad that you're speaking out because I've seen on your account and videos and things that do go viral of women thanking you and saying, you know, thank you so much for talking about this we're trying to get through this or, you know, the same, they can relate to that hurt and betrayal. And it's a very vulnerable thing to talk about. And, you know, you're kind of just putting your marriage on social media. Yeah. Everything you've been through is what I like that you are using your story to help other people and have it become a conversation. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it was really scary to put my first post out there. But the reason that got me to post is I just felt I was tired of feeling so alone. And like, It's so interesting because going through this, you feel completely alone. And then once I posted, I realized how this is so common and like so many women are going through it, but we all feel alone. And so that's been actually something that has been one of my favorite things about sharing is building a community and being like, we're not alone. We can do this, guys. I love that. And people want to feel that and not feel alone and I feel like when anyone goes through a lot of different trials, you can feel alone, but it takes those people, you know, their voices to speak about it and be vulnerable. And I even like how it's not always linear, like your journey, like even in the last month or so, you're like, uh, no, this is, it's still hard. I'm still (laughs) processing healing. I know you even came out with a video today, kind of explaining that. Go into that as much as you want of how things just aren't like always totally fine, maybe. Yeah, so it's interesting. I I thought I was completely like healed or whatever, you know, and past it, I accepted it. I have grown myself and gotten help with my healing. But then I was actually making a betrayal trauma course for my followers. And in a sense, I like coached myself in helping me realize I had things that I never processed. And it was really weird because I was like, I was doing so good for like so long. And then I realized it's okay. Like healing is never just like you get to one point and then you're done. It's like healing takes time. And even if you go years, a thing could happen where you get triggered or get reminded. And yeah, I realized for myself these past two months, like it's, o- it's okay if 
trauma comes back up and you need to process it, it doesn't mean that all your growth is gone. It's part of growing and healing is up and down a lot of the time until you finally get over a big hump. I like you saying that and being vulnerable to talk about how it isn't just totally fine. And even just a year after and yeah, I'm just glad like it's amazing you guys have stuck it out and you've been through a lot listening to that <laughs> podcast I, the whole time I'm just like oh my goodness like you've been through so much and oh it just like hurts my heart but all the things you had to go through but seeing where you are now and you know you're calling it what it is you're you know communicating you're helping others and you know just people don't know how to handle it in the beginning what would you go back like say to your old self or you know back then well there's so much I would say yeah That's actually one thing that's been hard with my healing lately is I realized my worth now and my strength now. And I so badly wish I realized that back then. And so I've been processing like my own self-betrayal, like not sticking up for myself or sticking with boundaries. So me now, if I could go back and talk to me when I, this was first going on is to help me realize my worth and that it's not just this normal thing you have to deal with your marriage. It's okay you have these boundaries and that you don't want it in your marriage. And to not let others tell you not to feel anything or to just be your husband's support. It's really common to, that's the advice you'd get from like professionals, church leaders, family. It's like, you be there for your husband. That was really damaging to me throughout this whole process. I feel like it was an excuse for him to keep doing it because they would tell him he would be there when they're like you need to be there for your husband and then for me it was like wow I'm so stupid for caring why am I caring so much if I just need to be there for him if I could go back I'd be like you are valuable your worth isn't dependent on your spouse or what they're doing I definitely agree with that you're like well what about me like Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of everyone my kids and my husband and where who was taking care of me back then and that's hard I think with any type of healing no matter how many the duration of you kind of come out of your body like out of the body experience you're looking down at that event and what happened and how you felt and you're like holy cow that was insane and some of that you know triggers or I didn't know what was happening in that moment and you can just see full circle that's that's really hard to realize in that that makes the healing not linear where it's totally fine. Like it's, but you said, it's just one step moving forward until it's, you're out of the trenches. I know you have lots of resources and materials, but is there just a few like things you would give advice to couples that are in it, like in the now, if they've never even started anything or reaching out to anyone? Yeah. So my first few things would be first is to get a couples counselor or someone who can be there to help you figure out how, like what questions to ask and to see each other's point of view. That's huge because it's easy to just let emotions take over your conversations at the beginning and like you get nowhere. And then also doing a daily check-in that has been really helpful. So every night we would do it. We still do a daily check-in and it's a place where we know we're going to talk about it. It's not like this, like as the partner to someone who has an addiction to porn you're like always wondering like are they viewing are they triggered like what are they gonna do but you don't want to bring it up well sometimes you're like scared of the answer and sometimes you're like I don't want you to think I'm being overbearing or accusing you of anything so it was just and for him he would get defensive like why do you think that all the time so having a designated time was really helpful for both of us to be like okay we know we're going to talk about it 
and then it kept us both accountable which leads me to the next thing is to be honest like even for the partner like be honest if you're angry or upset you know let them know in like a healthier way not just like attack you know don't hide your feelings because for a long time I would hide my feelings I'd be like oh it's not a big deal thanks for telling me and in the end I was just causing me so much pain and then you know if someone's watching who has a, a problem with addiction you know be honest about it because in the end it's gonna come to light it just always does for most people we talk to and honesty I love that you have the, the check-in journals and even just like designated time and I think that can help all couples I think through any couples counseling I've learned that too um with mine and my husband's just having that constant check-in like nightly whenever just really having even if nothing needs to be talked about you're allowing that space in the same like consistency um that safe space to do it so yeah those are really great um advice so I love that advice so thank you for sharing them you're welcome if you had like a magic wand over society with pornography in general I know it's it's a lot to deal with but what would be your wishes and what would you want to change my first time like that porn just didn't exist but you know that when I think about it more it's really like with people who viewed sex the same like for for me it's like a very vulnerable and intimate thing you want to have with your partner but as I've been sharing with the world in my Instagram I see that so many people view sex as like a personal thing even with their partner so like that's where porn comes into play and gets justified. Or it's like, this is just my thing, you know, just let me do my thing. So I guess that's kind of like, if I had a magic wand, just be like, to place more value on your partners, for people to see, you know, both sides, like to see how it could be hurtful. Because a lot of people are like, you're so selfish taking that away from him. And I'm like, I'm not taking anything away. This is just hurtful to me. And people think, that you can be crazy to think it can hurt with the day we live in now it's like porn or pornographic material is everywhere yeah just for understanding too you hold your own in those comments I just sometimes have read them <laughs> I'm like holy cow and you've definitely have a, a few viral videos I'm like oh my goodness but no you hold your own and you're like that's fine this isn't for you keep on scrolling you know, and I, I like that you're like, that's fine if that's other people's view in the world, but this is mine and it obviously has affected my life and you can't deny that. Obviously yeah. it's resonated with people. So good job. Like keep going because it is going to resonate with some people, but I love that you're still voicing your opinion and still putting it out there. Cause obviously you have that community and it's helping someone. So I love that. Thanks. Yeah. It gets kind of scary. I'm like, Whenever a video is starting to go viral, I'm like, no, no, this is going to get scary because yeah, it depends on what side of Instagram it lands on. But you know, I've actually had some really good conversations where I'm like, I kind of express how it is affected, like porn can affect your brain in a negative way. And they are like, wow, I've never really thought about that, but I realize it's doing that to me. And I'm like, no way, <laughs> like, awesome. So I actually have a lot of guys who followed me to understand that or to understand their wives or but they realize it's a bigger problem than they thought wow so. that's cool that's definitely a silver lining even if it's just a few wow yeah that's so cool I know when um your husband was going through rehab and everything 
just you even changing your mindset of, oh, this is an actual addiction and, you know, hearing the, I don't know, science behind it or definitions. And it kind of changed your perspective that it is an addiction. And it always, it needs to be treated like that, just like anything else. And again, all the advice you had for years that it'll go away. It's totally fine. And it obviously didn't, it would always come back. So mm-hmm. no, I'm glad you're just continuing. And I would love for you to talk about the resources you have or things you are working on. Yeah. So I, you mentioned I have a daily check-in journal. So I made that for couples. I have it available on my Instagram. You can find it. Um, It's just a journal all laid out for everything you need to do and some advice in the beginning. And then I'm working on a betrayal trauma course, like I mentioned, (laughs) but it's going to be up soon. And it'll, it'll be awesome because it will be like a video course, but also we'll meet together as a community every week and see like how it's going. So you're not just completely alone. Eventually retreats would be something I want to do so that we can, because community and being together really helps in healing and knowing that you're not alone. So those are what I'm working on. Yay. That's exciting. I love to hear all about that. What would you say if you could to that woman that's going through it right now? Yeah. So if you're going through this right now, just know that you're not alone. And the pain that you feel is totally valid and that healing is possible and it's completely separate from your spouse. Like if they don't choose healing, that's fine. You can still find healing. Cause I used to always think that all I needed was for him to stop, like stop and I'll be fine. But really now that you've felt this betrayal, you're on your total, your whole different journey than him. Keep finding help for yourself. Don't focus directly on him and what he needs to do to heal. Let him take care of his and you can take care of yours. And if you want to join my community, come on over to my Instagram. And when I come out with the course and everything, I'm hoping that it can help women so much. I love how you said that where it's there, there is that healing between you two, but you have to do your own healing separately also. That's Mm -hmm. huge. I really love that. So yeah, give us all the things, the handles, websites of where everyone can find you. Uh, My main thing is just Candice's blog on Instagram. Our podcast is for love's sake, but it's been so long since we've done it. Um, I'm thinking of starting it back up again, but for now, just my Instagram. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'll link that below for sure. So everyone can follow you and check it out. And I encourage it, even if you, you know, having to do with the healing and trauma, it's just good to follow and be aware of and educate yourself. And I think everyone can benefit from it following you. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here and I can't wait for people to tune in. Thanks. Wasn't that so, so good. I hope you got something out of that, even if you or your husband have not gone through pornography addiction. I hope that just even listening can help and realize that marriage is hard and it's a lot of work and you have to put in the work of communication and honesty and just keep working towards it because you're going to have ups and downs for sure. I will link below in the show notes her Instagram, her website, her journals, And keep an eye out for those courses coming, and I'm excited for all that she's putting out there and helping everyone with, and she's just the best. Go give her a follow so you can follow along and see more content and things she posts that might relate to you. Thank you for listening. I'm so, so grateful. If you haven't left a review yet or rated, I would love, love if you would do that. This helps the podcast be relevant, searchable, and it helps me get on great guests. 
the more rates and reviews and downloads and shares, all of that, that is huge and matters. And it makes it so I can get amazing guests on that take their time out of their day to come on and give their advice and solutions and just share their story. Listen for the meditation music at the end. Give yourself that five minutes of grace, five minutes of silence and stillness as you meditate. You're doing a great job. I'm so, so grateful you're here. So grateful for the community that's already being built. You guys are the best. Having the constant support and cheerleading has been amazing and makes me want to keep going and keep doing this because it's so, so fun and I really enjoy it. Thank you again. We'll see you next time on Check-Ins with Jess.